You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Thank you for joining us again. Um, I have the honor and pleasure of sitting here with uh, Lansing muralist extraordinaire, Brian Whitfield, uh, an old classmate of mine, uh, you know, um, a colleague in, in the arts here in Lansing, and a uh, very extraordinary person. Thanks for coming back, Brian. Well, thank you for uh, continuing the conversation. Yeah, we could. I think we could roll for hours because there's yeah. so much ground and there's so many things that we can reflect on and and, and learn actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so where did we leave off? You know, I think we were talking about your, your body of work and we were getting into the specifics of your medium, the challenges, some yeah, of the challenges yeah. and the paints and so on. Yeah. The paints, uh, <clears throat> uh, where I, where I uh, get my supplies. Um, I like to go locally, so mm-hmm. I usually buy local, but every now and then I, I I'll order some things. Yeah. Um, like I said, um, golden paint. Um, but I know pretty, pretty simple. I, I kind of go all over the place, you know, yeah. Did anybody sponsor you yet? No. I can no. see him doing it, though. I haven't even tried to. Oh, know, man. That's money on the table. Yeah. You know, Whitfield. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's something that may get there one the day. business end of it. Yeah. You know, some of this and talking to artists like art, art artists, um, I'm learning that you can put as much into marketing yourself as the actual artwork itself. Yes. If you want to propel your career and you, from what I've gathered, aren't specifically interested in in propelling your career you are interested in doing artwork you're absolutely right yeah 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 I, I i see people um i have good friends that um amazing muralists mm-hmm. and 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 they're just like superstars mm-hmm. but they're always going they're they're you know they're almost like they're working for somebody else because they're so famous i've seen those yeah. you that you share them on facebook and there's mm-hmm. some of these groups like in ohio Yes. You you know, there's a group of buildings and you each grab a wall, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, a South African artist who who's just, she, 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 they have Nike, she has Nike shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how good she is. Mm-hmm. Nike, Nike supports her. And she, and, and, and other people, yeah. um, Australian artists, and they're just amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to contact them and ask them questions. And, and they're fortunate too. They're fortunate having you. We, and I'm, I'm just going to say, <laughs> yeah, now that you fit right in, I mean, you, you fold in beautifully and complimentary to, to that caliber of work. Obviously I think truly, and I'm smart enough to realize you could work in any market you wanted, given again, your style and uh, the influential, you know, aspect of your work, yeah. you know, um, and that's, that's the one, mm-hmm. one nice thing. Uh, of course I was influenced by the realism in mm-hmm. early life. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was able to, um, change that and mm-hmm. move into a more abstract, um, more stylized, interpretive, um, yeah. interpretive um, body of work. And, you know, kind of like Picasso, like, yeah, you know. that is exactly right. Because I mentioned the, the, uh, integrated design work and it looks, it appears like it's like it could be animated because it's flows and there's no, all of the angles and all of the curves there. None of it is at odds with itself. It all feels, fits mm-hmm. and it's highly it's it's it i mentioned in our last um segment it, it's looks effortless because it's so beautiful this in the simplicity at the same time the complexity i'm sorry i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm at complete odds because there's so much that goes on in any one of your pieces and it's like a symphony it's like a visual 
symphony with the colors and the shapes. Yeah. Um, I, I really like when it all comes together, when, yeah. it, when it works. And I, I have a feeling um, there's some pieces that I just don't have that feeling with. Um, I, parts of it I like, parts of it I don't. And, and But I have to be finished with it. I have to, I have to say, okay, that's it. Yeah, there's that self-discipline. Yeah. yeah, and you don't seem to, it doesn't look like you overwork anything. Yeah. I, yeah, I learned that in school. I Did said, you? you know, you know, some artists they they just keep going and they don't know when to stop. Yep. For me, I've been fortunate to have that feeling mm-hmm. to know, okay, this is it. And even sometimes I have there there are parts of paintings that don't look finished to me, mm-hmm. but I know that that's when I need to stop and leave it touched, un, you know, How leave it alone, that? don't touch it. Has there been a process figuring that out? Yes, yes, it has. And and there have been times where I love a certain area. Mm-hmm. And I work the rest of the painting, and mm-hmm. that's the particular uh, the, that's the area that I need to get rid of, and it's hard. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, because it's just not working. It's not working, and then I look at it, and it's like, oh, I got to get rid of my favorite part of the painting, and so I have to paint over it. Now I have my my best critic is my mother. <laughs> and she always says, "Why did you get rid of that part?" What's her name? Ruby Fraser. All right, yeah, Ruby Fraser. Yeah. Right. And she likes to, she's, I, I, I love that when people tell me exactly what mm-hmm. they think about my work <laughs> because it helps me. No, having an unvarnished view, yeah. especially from a family member who isn't trying to impress you or, yep. you know, they just tell you how it is. Yeah. Yeah. But she's always saying, you know, why'd you get rid of that piece? I like that. And I was like, well, that part was not working in the painting. That's why I got rid of it. Wow. Having the eye for that type of balance. I remember, and you probably don't have to deal with this because you're so highly tuned years and years ago. Um, I did a painting for Buick. It was like a collage of like 70 different models. It was a 75th. Anyway, it was a watercolor and it was a composite. By the time I got used to the medium and I got up to speed with how it was working, the first part of the painting was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I had to redo them because, you know, it it was a departure because I started learning how the paint went and it was frustrating, but I, that's how it goes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah it is. And watercolor is hard. That's one of the things I don't really tackle. That's brutal. Watercolor is tough. And, you know, you mentioned Mark Mahaffey. Yeah. Who's amazing. Yeah, too. Mark is a god. Yeah. He's, his, his color choices, his just everything he does is just gold. I never knew. You know, Mark Mahaffey, for our listeners, was uh, our teacher at Sexton High School in Lansing. Um, and he, when he was, yeah, this was a long time ago. This was in the early 80s. And, you know, he... He was just a cool, laid-back guy. You know, you know, he was kind of an artist, and everybody loved him because of his sense of humor. Um, and then it hit me that he was—he did it. And he—I remember birches. It was these birches that he yeah, did, yeah. and it was like eight feet. But anyway, it was the trees. And he went in and he wet the paper down, and he just took a brush, and beautiful. Yes, he. Just everything. I, you can't say enough about how the quality of his work. Yeah. He, I, I'll put him up against any watercolors anywhere yeah. at any time in life. Yeah. In history of art. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I did it, the last one I did was, I think it was in 97, and it got to the point where I tried controlling it too much. Yeah. And, and it became problem. it became frustrating, and it was not enjoyable at all. It quickly becomes frustrating. You know, it's funny how when you start off, you think, oh, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. And just one little brush stroke and you, you've kind of messed it up and, and yeah. you want to redo it. And you want to treat it like oil, an oil painting or an acrylic painting. You want to paint. And yeah. watercolor doesn't do that. No, the paper's got to be the light. Yeah. It's got to come through. And another thing, 
metal and glass, it's a cakewalk. Mm -hmm. You know, you want something hard, try a baby's face or a cloud, you know, or steam. Clouds, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's funny. What is, what's challenging to you? You mentioned uh, you haven't done a master, your masterpiece yet. If you view something as an objective in your body of work, what would that be? Well, you know, I've, well, let me go go to go to grad school. Yeah, because I when I was in grad school, I, I um, they each artist each every year the, our artists um, get to present a piece of their work, mm-hmm. or a couple of pieces of their artwork to the to the other grad students. Mm-hmm. So I put up one of my favorite pieces that I um, thought I did great, and it was a photorealistic um, uh, drawing of of three women taking communion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this is great; they're gonna love this, mm-hmm. and and. They said, you know, is this all you got? And that really threw me. And they they were less than um, impressed. What did you think they expected? You know, I at that time, because of my going through undergrad and the technical challenges and, mm-hmm. and mastering those, mm-hmm. I was thinking technical. And they were thinking interpretive. interpretive. Yeah. And that was the beginnings of me breaking down what I was learning how to do. And I'm still in that process after all these years, after 30 years, I'm still in that process. Listen, man, you know, super realism and hyper realism for the longest time and still are the grail for many painters and designers to getting to that thing where you look at a painting and it resembles a photo. I've seen these things. Mm -hmm. I've seen artists do like the side of a bus at night or, you know, silverware, um, why not just take a picture? I mean, I did it too. You know, there's yeah. something super compelling about it, mm-hmm. but the closer you get to it, it just, it's a little bit of an empty, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Unless you change it in some way, it's, you know, you can take a picture, you can take a Xerox copy, you know, you're, you're, you're taking what's there and, and, and recreating it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the, it's the technical aspect of art. I mean, you know, people argue that. But um, and there's a lot of beautiful realistic work. Absolutely, you know, just lovely work. Um, mm-hmm. But I I wanted to um, challenge myself, and so I'm continually trying to, and I I make figures, and I think, oh boy, that shape doesn't look good. And but I I, I keep working at it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, at the risk of sounding redundant, um, one of my other segments I mentioned mentioned a, a quote by Picasso, um, and this is having to do with. Um, an individual who, when he was 12 years old, could paint realism. I mean, there's a picture of a, inside of a church with a light coming in and hitting the altar boy. It just, a 12-year-old did that? Yeah. That's yeah. what Picasso was capable of when yes. he was a kid. And slowly, you know, I heard that he was 10 years ahead of the game, every 10 years. Mm-hmm. And there's a quote, I think he said it took, um, I'm paraphrasing, it took me you know, 65 years to learn to see the world as a three-year-old sees it Yeah. again. Yeah. Um, and that made it that just clear clarified everything for me yeah yeah my daughter um and i'm going to paraphrase a quote that she just wrote she, she wrote a book of poetry and she wrote share that please yeah and she said um what if we forget how to draw outside the lines <sighs> you know and that's what i'm trying to do is like you know you tell artists you, you start off saying you need to learn how to draw and then you know you need to learn how to undraw yeah you know and and just go with it, and that's where I'm at. And 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 it doesn't feel good sometimes, you know, because mm-hmm. you you're kind of going into new territory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like like you're inside you is a mountain, and you're climbing the mountain, and it's yeah. really tough. Yeah, to you're you're hard on yourself. Yeah, 
I know you are. I oh, can yeah. tell you're hard on yourself. Um, it may be deservedly so. I don't. I don't know because the stuff you, the stuff you produce is, it's phenomenal. Well, it's every, mind blowing. Every once in a while, I get a glimpse of, of my body of work. You know, I mm-hmm. kind of go back through my Instagram or and just kind of look at it. Mm-hmm. I think, hmm, I haven't seen this in a while. It's not as bad as I thought. Take a fresh look. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fresh through fresh eyes. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, logo designs like that. You know, it's good. to th- Put it in a drawer for two weeks and then bring it out and have a fr- with fresh eyes. And you are the logo king. I tell you. <laughs> I'm not king of anything. <laughs> you know, king of pain. That's who I am. <laughs> Thanks though. Um, well, back to the masterpiece thing. Uh, yeah. What what is is this something that's? Um, well, let me back up real quickly about the painting process. And have you ever been tempted to like? I could see your work in like woodcuts, mm-hmm. like. Cut, carved in wood panels mm-hmm. you know and on a wall or or you know cast or you know what i'm saying cast, yeah I would a, love different, cast. a different type of medium have you ever been tempted um i have i have but i've i've i'm interested in 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 thought mostly mm-hmm. um um sometimes i think well it's i kind of related to um learning how to play an instrument mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like, oh, I want to learn how to play guitar, which is good. A lot of people can should do that and can do that. Yeah. But then I think, why am I am I going to spend time learning an instrument when I can just learn my craft even better? Mm-hmm. You know, take that time to mm-hmm. to explore new directions and new things and mm-hmm. and learn that. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of what I I do is, yeah. I mean, I, and I still want to play guitar, of course, but mm-hmm. I I kind of focus on on you know, move you know, going into new territory for myself. What, what bores you? What, what is, is it, you know, uh, I'm sure you get, you know, bombarded with opinions and, you know, uh, people putting their impressions on you and especially paying clients. Um, is there something that you just find, you know, horrifically <laughs> dull or mediocre, mediocre? This is going to be really funny. Let's hear it. Because <clears throat> I'm painting all these murals. I probably even shouldn't say this on the air. But I'm I've been painting these murals, and I can't. I buildings bore me. Do they? And everybody wants me to paint Lansing, and Lansing's a bunch of buildings. And I'm like, oh, yeah. another building, Lansing. And and I love Lansing, mm-hmm. but so so if you look at my style, I try to make it look interesting. I I, I just kind of kind of play around with it. Yeah. Um, sometimes I make buildings look like a five year old did it, just yeah. blocks of color. But I try the angles and different things. But buildings really boring me and cars I, I i don't want to ever draw a car it's hilarious <laughs> yeah well your work is something that um it has a i mentioned this i could go on and on about the, the tightly evolved style that you have that's unlike anything else i've ever seen and i've seen a lot um i could see your work easily um holding up in 40 50 years you know Thank you. and i don't think it typically speaks of a time um, there's a timeless quality to it, but there's also, um, your mind's eye and the way it works. And you just mentioned the buildings and cars and how you will, um, you'll push, you'll push the, the, the boundaries of perception, yeah. but you'll understand and you give credit to the viewer for understanding that that's a, that's a wheel on a car or understanding that's yeah. a capital dome Absolutely. and it comes together. Yeah. Like you mentioned Picasso, he, he had a quote and I'm probably going to get it wrong, but, um, some people, some artists take a circle and make and keep it a circle. Mm-hmm. Some artists take a, a circle and make it the sun. Nice. You know, and so, you yeah. know, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I want to, I want 
a line to look like something else other than a line. Yeah, that resonates. Yeah. 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 Wow. What What do you want to do? What's What's next? Oh, boy. You know, I think what what's going to happen, I'm hoping what's going to happen is when I retire from my, my day job, mm. um, the world's just going to open up for me. I'll be able to do things kind of like what you're doing. You know, you work in all kinds of media, different mediums. Um, I, I'll be able to um, explore some mm. more things and um, kind of um, experiment with painting styles and, and, mm. and, and th- stuff like that. I, you know, I do, I do stained glass. I, do, I put a lot of combinations of um, um, styles in one piece of work. Like I might have a painting with acrylic paint along with a stained glass piece along Sweet. with a mosaic. That well, the piece that you did here, it's over in our arts and sciences building. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long ago you did it, but it's daring. It's multi-level. Yeah, it's a multi-level piece that is, um, it's daring. That was so many people's favorite piece of uh, artwork of mine. Yeah, I was I was always amazed. That I love it. People really like that, and there's nothing else know. like it. People love improbable artwork. Yeah, they just do because it challenges their thought process. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's you know, you go past that, and you go, oh, I would have changed this. I w- if I would were to do that again, of course, I yeah. would say, oh, I'm going to do this a little differently. <laughs> well, that's the old argument. Well, I could have done it. Well, you didn't. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, I, I, when you said that earlier, um, I thought about going through the DIA one time when mm-hmm. when I was younger and sure. kind of learning about art, mm-hmm. and there, and it's probably still there. There was a painting of a large, large painting of a, a red circle, mm-hmm. and that's all that was on the canvas. All right. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, back then I was thinking, oh, wow, that's interesting. This is a circle. Mm-hmm. Now I realize that not everybody can draw a circle and just say, hey, this is this is my artwork, mm-hmm. and 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 that's something, mm-hmm. you know, taking a, a a line and saying, this is it, this is all you get. Yeah, interpret that. It's a <laughs> little know? chilling. Yeah, you know, because it, the scope of it uh, it redefines how we how we view the creative process and that can be carried over to music too. Yeah. Music is a huge influence in my art. For sure. Yeah. And I, I like to, to think that, um, if I draw a line, you know, I might, um, make it, make it uh, shaky at some point, you know, and that's kind of like a, 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 a trumpeter kind of, um, doing a, a bunch of notes all together. At I think time. we just distilled everything into this because it's obvious to me now looking at your work. And again, to listeners, if you haven't checked out Brian Whitfield's work, take a minute, right? Because it's it's visual music. That's what it, it's exactly I, what it looks I like. I appreciate it's, that. It's yeah. symphonic. It all it works together. It's balanced. It's it's challenging and daring and exciting and cool. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to push that boundary to make it even even more challenging for myself. Well, that's yeah. Well, it, I'm gonna stay tuned. Um, uh, Sometimes it's tough because you know you know you put your work out there, <clears throat> especially murals. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a lot of murals, their style is very similar th- from mural to mural. It's true. And it's true. Um, and my style varies a lot, but um, I'm kind of in it's exciting when somebody says just paint it what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard too, but um, because you have the world to think about, you know, what am I going to paint? But it can be difficult to um, stay in the parameters that they give you. You know, because they're they're thinking in a different realm than you are. Yeah, and they see yeah. they see my style, and they kind of like that style because it's it's daring, and it's another thing too. When when I see your work, it's like if you're gonna do it, then do it. Yeah. Be it, make it look like real artwork. I mean, I know I'm being a little bit 
you know, silly on that because artwork is everything and nothing, yeah. you know, sort of. Yeah. You know, I, I was telling somebody that um, I'm not, I don't, con- sometimes I don't consider myself a muralist like others people are muralists because mm-hmm. they, they can whip it out. I feel like I'm a large, a, a large scale painter. There you go. Yeah. All right. Very large scale painter. I will not refer to you as a muralist anymore. Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> but I, I, I do, I do paint like I um, painted the um, Allen Street Market. Mm-hmm. Um, mural and um i was there's a lot of painterly things going on in there it's not just um you know it's a lot of brushwork and stuff mm-hmm. going on there um it's not just you know putting down a color and and, and saying okay that's done right yeah. well the thing with placemaking is too um that market or whoever occupies that building that artwork will be associated with what they do mm-hmm. um and it'll be iconic um that's what i'm gathering and it's extremely powerful you know, it puts a lot of power in the artist's hands and the creator's hands to, to be involved at that level. You know, if you had a dream project, what do you think it would be? Mm, Wow. Dream project. You know, that's tough. That's tough. I, 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 I get, um, excited when I'm doing a high profile project. Mm -hmm. Um, I love high profile project. Um, but the thing that keeps me, um, doing art is the process. I love the process. Mm. And so I, I like the process more than I might like, um, the particular job. I just, you know, so a job that would give me, a, a an opportunity, for instance, the Grand Rapids mural. Yeah. That was, I love that process because I was in a space where I wasn't bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, I had shade. <laughs> I did have shade. Little things like yeah. comfort. Yeah. I had a tree that was right by me. And so yeah. it was just really easy. Um, um, and so, so I can concentrate on how much I love to, to actually make paint and I, and I could take my time. Um, some of these, like if you go, go to a mural festival, you have a week, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I could do it in a week, yeah. but you're, 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 you're compromising some of the things that I would, I like to do, like, um, model things and, and rework things, nuancing, and think about it and right. that kind of stuff. Cause I, I think about, um, shapes and composition on the fly. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that I always find compelling, but it seems a little game show-ish to me yeah. when it's like uh, the, the clock is ticking, you know, and you, I don't know, it kind of, um, it I think it it subtracts from the, the work a little bit, but I get it, yeah. you know, there's an excitement level and a marketing value to it. Yeah, yeah, it can be exciting, um, but, um, <clears throat> and I appreciate some of the artists that, I, that I've got to know and, and seen, but it's a little different than what I like to do, you mm-hmm. know, I like to to actually paint what do you want to be known for let's talk legacy for a minute before we wrap up Hmm. kind of what you've been saying you know i'd like to be known for being daring trying and i haven't pushed myself nearly far enough really yeah i don't think so i I, i'm pretty i think i'm pretty conservative still and and hopefully as as i go on yeah you know, I, I want to have a, a a really nice body of work. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, and and some artists, there's some uh, artists that are so prolific that they can just whip it out, and they and you can see their growth and see the where they they come and they make so much work. Mm-hmm. And I would like to be able to just have a lot of work and and see it evolve, maybe? see it evolve, um, and and kind of um, I'd like to have a, a place where I can just be comfortable doing it. Well, you're already highly regarded. Um, and you are. Uh, Thank you. Everyone knows you, um, and everyone speaks uh, greatly, you know, very highly of your your efforts, your work, and your personality. You're just a nice guy. <laughs> you're humble, and you're you're 
you know, you're the opposite of the arrogant creative and your work speaks for itself. Something I wouldn't mind seeing from you would be something in black and white. Mm. Not grays, just like maybe very few grays. That is so funny. Like a chessboard or, you know, something that's just striking in that way. And your work doesn't rely on color. I mentioned that before. You could take a black and white picture of any one of your things and you could frame it. Like, put I said, it up. like I said, black and white is my favorite. That's mm-hmm. what I st- kind of started off in. Um, but it's funny that you say that because after the Allen Street Market mural, it had so much color in it. Mm-hmm. I wrote on my um, Instagram page, I'm going to just stick to black and white. Nah, I don't know about <laughs> that because your color, ma- your mastery of color, you mentioned using all the stuff, it still works. It's complementary and it's balanced. I mean, it doesn't overwhelm and it doesn't rely on any single device. Yeah. Well, I... I um, <clears throat> My last mural was at um, the um, the Marriott downtown, the um, Courtyard Marriott. East Lansing? No, right here in downtown Lansing. Lansing, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can go check it out. And okay. That one, but the colors bothered me because there were so many colors I put in it. And it's funny how, you know, I, I, I hear myself saying this, you know, why are you doing something that bothers you? <laughs> you know, why don't you just not do that? Yeah. But, um, you know, um. Like I say, I, I try to, sometimes I try to challenge, I try to make things work. I try to put a square peg in a round hole. Success you know? is a lousy teacher. Bill <laughs> Gates said that and yeah. I love it. You know, um, and learning, I mean, the learning process, it should never end. You know, you should never just put your feet up and put it on autopilot. I can never yeah. see you doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of artists and, and, I, and I appreciate so many artists that just do that one style. They might paint flowers or they might paint you know, animals or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. And I think art is good no matter what what you do and no matter how you approach it. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's bad when you have a desire to do something different and you still do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and you settle for something, you settle for that. maybe out of fear, you know, there's a lot of, can be and that. I think some people get probably so good at what they do. It becomes frightening to step out on the plane's wing a little bit or go out on the limb. Cause that's where the fruit is, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, you're right. Um, like the first job under the bridge that was stepping out because I, you know, took on a challenge, never painting a mural by myself, painting four gigantic, massive, murals, you know, in, in, in summer. And then after that, taking on painting eight murals all in one summer. Didn't get my head around it. <laughs> my ankles hurt just looking yeah. at pictures of you under there doing that in 90 degree weather. Yeah. And uh, the market mural, that was so large that I just thought, you know, and I never, you know, some artists, paint bigger than that but you know those these are my first murals i'm still a pretty pretty young artist painting these things you wouldn't know it you know gauging your expertise and your familiarity and comfort and um interpretive skills and knowledge about your medium um well we're gonna wrap things up sir i brian is there anything else anything i'm missing or anything you want to say about what you're doing i was just thinking about um you know we talked about the um physicality of 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 painting murals every time i do a mural well, this last summer, I, I, I probably lost 45 pounds painting a mural. Painting Get mirror. out. It's that, it's that physical. Uh, no, I believe it. Yeah. But yeah. that's that's very, that's not good for you. Well, I uh, needed to lose 45 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? I mean, I, come I was, on, man. I was happy losing that. And, all right. And I, was, I, was, I weighed about 245, and now I'm around 210. I can't gain a yeah, little bit Yeah, you back. look great. No, yeah, you know, you do. Thank you. But I, 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 I like that. And, and every time I paint a mural, I lose at least 20 pounds. I... I I believe that completely. And I see like arthritis cream, at least for me, it would be just dragging my, my tired 
shell of a body out of bed every day having to do yeah. you know the scaffolding and the in the painting and the popping the cans and well, the, moving the sun you know um south murals that that um market murals on the south side mm-hmm. the sun was beat on me i'm standing in 90 degree weather and yeah. i was in a construction zone so i had to wear all the construction stuff oh I had. brother and i was just burning up and it's beaming off the the cement is radiating yes. the heat yes oh that's fun all of that like and a so, frying pan so you know, people look at it and say, "Oh, you, you know, you do this. You can do it so easily." It's a, it's a, it's work. Who says it's you tough. could do it easily? Are they insane? Well, you know, because, like you, I hate to say this, but I because I do it so good, I think. Yeah. They say they see that effortless it's, it's the effortlessness effort, of it. Effortless. You yeah. Know, well. I could, you could do that in five minutes, and it's like, eh. you should say, "Well, pick up a brush and you come down here for a few hours and help me out, okay? This weekend, and see what they say then." Yeah, I've had some people help me out, like under the bridge. They just kind of. You know, friends of mine and, and it was a challenge for I them. think your daughter helped you didn't I see a picture um, with your girl up there or somebody was helping you this, there was a few friends my daughter was in school so she, okay. she came by you know, at different times but she didn't really help me yeah but well yeah. they all have to be just proud is probably the wrong word but just <laughs> uh, you know just blown away by what you continue to do on a remarkable basis they, they don't tell me that <laughs> Well, I'm sure they're feeling it. I'm sure they're bragging about you behind your back. Yeah. I'm really proud of her because she's, I think she's probably more talented than, than I will ever be. There's she's that humble so, artist. She's so skilled at what she does. Yeah. Well, you mentioned some of her poetry and uh, sounds sounds great. Yeah. She's, she's well, she's got, a, well, she's got a great role model. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. You know, me and her mother, you know, I think we did a good job. <laughs> it sounds like it. Brian, it has been so good talking to you. And I really, actually I wouldn't mind having you back if you don't mind. I would, I would love to talk. I appreciate talking to yeah, you. Yeah, this is the first part of um, taking this, this, this podcast and expanding it out into the community, outside the borders of Lansing Community College. There's plenty left to talk about at LCC, plenty of great stuff. But there's also amazing work that just sprawls and in the city is taking itself more seriously when it comes to uh, to fine art and uh, brian whitfield is a major part of that sir thank you for for joining us today thank you i appreciate you so much thank you for inviting me okay we'll see ya jeremy kaczynski once said the principles of true art is not to portray but to evoke If you want to check out what I've been talking about, just visit this episode at lccconnect.org. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. Thanks for lending us your imagination.